Good afternoon, Sticky Learning Lunch. One o'clock, we're just gonna give it a couple more minutes while we're waiting for people to arrive. Just watching and seeing who's entering the room. So good to see so many friendly, regular faces. Thank you very much for being here. Abby, good to see you again. Alexandra, good to see you again. Thank you for being here. Colin, as always, thank you. Fabienne, Gareth, it's amazing. Howard, Jane, Samantha, thank you very much for coming back, Samantha. Tim, good to see you again. Vicky, Victoria, amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Right, pens in pockets. Let's get ready for this. I might even have a blue pen that might work today. Let's see what we get to. If anything, this you know, this sticky learning lunches have done the world of favours for Q Connect on whiteboard markers, because I've used a fair few of them for you in these sessions. Last few seconds while we're letting people come in. Everyone, as always, mobile phones. You've got 20 minutes. This is a sticky learning lunch. This is all about you. It's not about your messages. It's not about your email. It's not about your pings, beeps, buzzes, whatever. 100% attention on you. So let's zero out the distraction. Get it on flight mode. And let's make it all about you for 20 to 30 minutes. Making sure you're hydrated. I've got drinks available. Today is brought to you by Pucker Herbs, three ginger. Very nice too. Helping keep the brain focused and making sure the final one, as always, and then hopefully after doing this for six weeks, we've got some of this embedded in. Fresh sheet, fresh thinking, top of the page, keepers, things you wanna remember uh, to remind yourself and reignite that thinking. Let's make this learning stick. Okay, let's really make some behavioral change here and embed some of this thinking at a deeper level. Wow, oh, a few more people arriving. Good. Glad you're all here. So where are we going today? First of all, welcome. Let's get the welcomes in properly. Welcome to this Sticky Learning Lunch with me, Nathan Simmons, Senior Leadership Coach and Trainer for MBM, Making Business Matter, Home of Sticky Learning. Idea of these lunchtime learnings is to help you be the best version of you in the work that you do. Why? Because we are the leadership development and soft skills provider to the retail and grocery industry. And we want to share some of these ideas. And these are un uncommon ideas shared in uncommon ways that get uncommon results. Now, if you want average, do what everyone else does. If you want exceptional, do incredible things. And I want to share some of these ideas that I've learned over 23 years of leadership uh, development and experience and give them to you so that you can help make some of those moves yourself. Today, part three of the seven hurdles of time management. So where are we going today? Emptying is where we're going. So quick rundown, quick rundown of where we were before. Day one, capturing. Then we go into emptying here. Emptying. And then we go over here and we've got listing. So listing was day two. And we talked about that already. Emptying we're going to talk about today. Although there is an element of emptying in every part of the seven hurdles, whether you're capturing, it's about making sure you're emptying those pockets, which we're going to talk about today, whether it's your lists and making sure you're emptying those lists, whether it's your schedule and making sure you're going in there and doing those things, and making sure you're ticking them off and clearing them out. This is the emptying process. So it's important we understand this. Then we've got deleting. We're gonna get into deleting later on. So from the emptying here, and I've got my little flow chart here, down to listing. We've then got our storing, 
And I'm going to reiterate this several times to make sure that you know you see this and you can you get this flow in your head. Then we've got our schedule, and then as always, we've got action down here. Any more arrows we need to draw in like this. So this is the flow of the seven hurdles, and these are often you know the elements of our time management system that cause us to get tripped up. So we may be great at capturing, but we're terrible at deleting. We may be great at scheduling, but our lists are awful. So they never really get to that place where we need them. So it's understanding where in the time management system that you have in place that you're, you're hitting these hurdles and what's causing you to trip up. So when you can see these things as the saying goes, you know, one man's stumbling block is another man's stepping stone. When you can see where the stumbling block is, then you can make it the stepping stone. Then you can understand what it is you need to shift about this thing to make the move that you need to, to get where you need to be. So let's get into this a bit deeper. What is emptying? Primarily when we're at the top of this flow, emptying is about the regular connection into where you're capturing information so wherever your capture points are we talked about them a little bit yesterday and in part one as well so wherever your capture points are is making sure you're going in at the right time to empty those capture points the analogy that i used on on friday in part one is like a snooker table and each of the pockets is one of your capture points and they're relevant at the right time for the right um, color of balls on the table to go into. And depending where you are in the situation depends on which one of those capture points that you'll use. But when you look underneath the snooker table, what you'll notice is there's a little wire rack where the balls drop into and they're stored. Everyone with me on this analogy? Everyone knows how a snoo snooker table works or a home pool table works, yes or no? See that to make sure everyone's with me on this analogy. If not, I'll find a different one. Got some yeses, good, 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 good. They all seem to come in at the same time. Um, that must be my internet. So when you look under the table and you can see all the balls lined up, eventually what happens is though that pocket starts to back up and the balls that, you know, that you're trying to you know, earn points with will no longer go into that pocket. So you have to clear them down. So it's vital that when we understand that when we've been doing our capturing, that we move to emptying and we clear those pockets to clear out any stuff that's sitting in there. Then we can make a decision, do we want to send it to listing, do we want to store it for later? Everyone with me on this? Yes or no? Good, 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 good. This may seem fairly straightforward. This is the fundamentals. You know, if we can't see these things, you know, we've got an issue where we're handling some of the stuff that's coming in. But what is healthy? emptying how many times are you a day let's say, let's go for a day how many times a day are you taking things out of your email or out of notes from meetings how many times are you uh, how many what's your frequency shall we say of points where you're emptying things out and trying to get them to list how often are you doing this let's cause some of the gray matter to have a bit of reflection about what we're doing on a daily basis Email constantly, good. List not frequent enough, no set time. 
good. End of the day, fantastic. Not enough. Generally, when it's backed up on full. <gasps> okay, we're hitting some you no know, some clear understandings here. We've got some challenges. Try to schedule, but often it's throughout the day. Okay, good. We've got a nice variation of stuff that's happening here. How many people? Uh, we'll get a show of yes or no's. You're working on your computer, you're you're processing something, or you've got something on your to-do list, email comes in, ping. You look at the email, there's something to do in there, it's like, oh, and that may be your boss, or you know, it might seem like it's some sort of important, we'll put that in floating speech mark, action or activity. And as a result of that distraction, you then start doing that. How many people do this on a daily basis, yes or no? Yes, with explanation marks, yes, often, yeah, 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 yes. So what happens is, you'll be working on something here, maybe that's on your list, on your to-do list. Something else comes in, you start working on that, but you haven't finished this. What's the problem that's starting to happen here? This one then goes to one side, you start working on this, totally distracted, absolutely. Been trying to complete a task since 9 a.m. that should have been taken 30 minutes. Jane, I'm, I'm, no, thank you, I appreciate you being here for this. <laughs> Got snooker balls back up, absolutely. So this thing over here is kind of just, you know, whirring around, nothing's happening. We've done a bit of work and then we're doing this and then we're like, oh. right, we'll go back to that, but we haven't finished that one over there. Then another email comes in, ping, and we're like, bam, okay, uh, uh, now I'm juggling three balls. And actually, you know, no one's actually taught me how to juggle, so it's gonna get messy. Who is with me on this, yes or no? Is this, is this an experience we understand or comprehend? Absolutely, completely resonating. We can't work like this. Yeah, yes, pillar and pose coming to, absolutely. We cannot work like this because what happens? You know, totally distracted, um, the, the, the balls, the snooker balls in the table are backing up. And our emotions are starting to come up and oh, I've got this and I've got that, now I've got that, and then another one comes in. And we're constantly in a high, you know, we're constantly in a level of stress. You now the amygdala is going, we have cortisol pumping into the system, and this is so cool, this is, this is the normal day. This is your work-life balance. This is what you signed up for, but it isn't. What we signed up for as human beings is to be successful, get things done and help ourselves progress in the work that we're doing, whether it's mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever. But the moment people can't start piling things on top, at some point it's gonna be like emotional buckaroo. You remember the plastic uh, mule where you can hang the hat on and the rope and stuff like this? You may have heard me use this analogy previously. It becomes like emotional buckaroo. And what happens is you know, someone's tentatively hanging their plastic hat on and then the rope and then the pick and then, and then all of a sudden the, 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 the plastic mule goes crazy and everything goes everywhere. It's not a way to be working. So healthy empty, and I've taken a note here, is not a continuous thing. It's about structuring the right times in relation to your capture points to make sure that you're emptying that information. But it, if you're doing it from your email, which is gonna be for most of us, our number one um, capturing point, if we're constantly in there trying to get the action done so it emails out of our inbox and our emails at zero, we're never gonna get anything done because there isn't gonna be any order or um, you know, cosmos, as I talked about, creating cosmos out of the chaos. 
we won't have a foundation to work on because we're constantly trying to grab things as they're falling out of the sky. It's going to be one of those crazy computer games or, you know, at the end of Crystal Maze with the silver and gold tickets going, trying to grab everything with a fan going, and, you know, we're not destined to really win. So it's going to be hard work. And it's constantly going to be a fight. One, um, actually, I've read, I'm trying to look for the book. It was there. It's up there, Four Hour Work Week with Tim Ferriss. Like, when you get to a certain point as an entrepreneur in a business, actually, the only one you want to answer your email maybe twice a day. You know, in some businesses that may not work. In some lifestyles, it may not work. You know, he, I think he answers his email twice a week. And in the majority, he doesn't answer a lot of that because it doesn't actually resonate or work or is, is meaningful for him. So it's understanding where those capture points are. So let's get into some action here that's going to help you get that clarity. I'm going to move the picture of me out of the way because I'm going to share my screen with you. What are we going to do? I want to give you a way to review your capture points. And I want you to look at the top three that are creating the traffic for you. Can everyone see my screen? Yes or no? Gonna move that out of the way. We've got some yeses coming in. Let's move that down there. Good. Let's move the picture of me out of the way. Good. So what we're gonna do, we talked about capture points before, and then we talked um we talked about the listing process. So making sure that you're working with those capture points, the right number of capture points for you, and then making sure that you're listing that information so it's going in the right places. And as I said, for me, I have a work to do list for MBM. I have personal projects and I also have the home projects as well. And that might break down into two lists, which is one is home DIY and, and family projects over here. And then also there's this kind of the daily stuff. So it might be go to the shops, it might be get cereal, whatever it is. So I keep the lists as small as possible and as localized as possible. I don't want them spread around. But when we're looking at our emptying phase, or elements, what we want to do is we really want to get clear on where those capture points are, how they're working for us, and how often we're going into them. Because if we spend all our time in the capture point, we're not going to be spending any time actually getting it onto a list, or taking the action, or scheduling the right thing. So activities coming out of this conversation as we've built up from the previous parts is get a list of these capture points. Where are all your capture points? And you've got the example there, which might be corridor conversations. It might be your inbox. It could be um, Siri or Alexa or Cortana or whatever, whatever it is you're using. Um, it could be instant messenger. It could be at the kitchen table. So when you're with your family, so this is relevant for work and for home. Have a look. And as we talked about, one of the first questions we got asked was, Actually, how many is too many capture points? No, well, if it works for you, great. Can you can you and do you trust all of those capture points? Are you making the most of them? So you're listing your capture points. The next column there is remove one. Now check that trust. Is it working for you? Because if it isn't, get rid of it. We spend too much of our time you know, doing things um, that actually aren't working or serving us. And as Einstein said, the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. So if you know it's not working for you, change it. Amalgamate it with another one that does work. 
Now, if you've got a capture point that's only doing one or two things, but you keep losing those things, because maybe it's um, the post-it note in the car, and by accident you stick it to, and you keep sticking it to the, the the air vent, you know, especially in winter, which dries it out and then blows it in the back of the car, and you keep losing it. Is that trustworthy? No, it's not. Next column on this one is add a capture point. So, you know, is there a capture point that actually is better and would support you more clearly in getting your uh, into empty and getting them into the right places for you to take that action? Number four, and this is going to be, you know, this is um, key for this element, is put a star next to the top three. Where do you have the highest amount of traffic? Where is the highest amount of volume coming? And also, where, what are the challenges in there? And then look at your emptying frequency. How many times a day or a week are you going into that capture point to empty it out to move it to the right place? And then starting to think about, actually, is there a better frequency? Is there a, a more appropriate number that allows you to go in there, stay up to date, and keep moving your actions forward in a way that isn't distracting or detrimental to other stuff that's coming in. Because as I said earlier, you know, we're working on one thing, the other thing comes in, like, oh, it's from the boss, it must be urgent, therefore I'll stop doing this, but I'm still thinking about that while I'm trying to get this done. So it doesn't work. So as I say, it is think about what that frequency is, and actually, how do you make it work? The one question that you may have heard me ask before, and uh, some of you that have worked with me one-to-one, -one, or even some of these sessions or in classroom sessions is, you know, if I'm saying yes to this, what am I saying no to? Because if that email comes in, or that other um, priority comes in, or the other action, and I say yes to that, what am I actually saying no to? And getting this in our heads. Start to think about this. I hope this is, I hope this is, you know, has everyone scribbled some of those columns and some of those ideas down? What are we also going to do is there was a question yesterday, and forgive me, I cannot remember who asked me for this. I'm not sure if it was Tracy or, or someone else in, in, from, in our attendees today um, about where they can get some of this information. We're going to share the link in just a second for the white paper, and you can get a view of these, these spreadsheets and these tables and the challenges in here that are going to help with your time management. So we're going to share the link for that, so you can go and download that right there and right now for you. You can download that, and it's got these tables in here, so you can start working through these challenges and these ideas to help build this skill set. Right. Hope this is useful. Hope this is starting to give you a bit of a sight of certain behaviours that are starting to happen. Before we go into this, the other thing that I want to share with you. When you're working on one of your projects and something that you love, who's it most important to? This is a trick question, but please tell me, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I can't think what the right word is, but you know, is, is who's, who's the work most important to? Got a couple of answers coming in. You're working on one of your projects, something that you're doing, whether, you know, who's it most important to? Good. Me, 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 me. That's all it is. 
when your boss gives you something to do or one of your team asks you to do something or someone comes over who's that work most important to especially when it's your boss by the way them but what's the default reaction what is the default action boss comes over i've got this work um i need it by five o'clock what's the default action we do it now good drop me and focus on them nicely put victoria stop working on me and work on them good we've got a good few people working and thinking in the same way you prioritize drop other things we're getting close now but actually this is where we come back to so by saying yes to that what are you saying no to what you're actually saying no to is about your own uh, sense of you no know, value and worth in that situation okay let's be clear about this they may be asking you for that just because that fits with their map of the world but their map of the world doesn't include you you may remember me saying this previously before as well so let's get this in there what we do is we and we all do this because it's human nature is we spend all our time wandering around in the the, the movie of our own lives so right now this is the you know, this is the life and times of nathan simmons therefore everybody else is an extra uh, and maybe a has, a has a bit role in this movie but i'm on the on the star here and when your boss your manager whoever walks up now this is the life and times of you know whoever and this is my movie therefore everyone else here needs to do as i say but we're all doing this in some ways shape or form in, in organizations we have hierarchical structures we have um you know levels of esteem all these different things all these different needs firing off but what happens is, is i have an idea of when this will be done and i come up with a suggested time in my head that fits my version of the world in complete disregard for what's going on in your world and i'll say right i need this done can you get it done but we've all been told never to say no we've all been taught because this is what school teaches us primarily turn up on time do as you're told and live up to somebody else's expectation that's the prime focuses of school the qualification the academic stuff absolutely fantastic these are the three key things that we learn at a very deep level so the moment that someone asks us to do something we say yes and we prioritize them instead of ourselves but the thing is what we haven't learned to do is say no on its own but also to say no in a way that makes that person feel heard and also understand your priorities and what's going on for you has anyone ever been taught this by the way or has anyone had to learn to do this the tactical art of saying no without saying no no good straight answer like it when we're doing this now it's one of the key things to do is you know, use positive first responses so we use words where actually the person feels valued they feel the french are best at doing it i haven't had many business relationships with the french in this space is understanding you know that person doesn't understand what's going on in your world because their world's more important to them human behavior it's okay so the part we need to do on this is just kind of go no, absolutely the person said can you do this for me absolutely i can and then we just explain what's going on just to let you know i've got this going on i've also got this going on and i've also got this happening at the moment 
And I know this is business critical to this. And then asking them the question, what would you like me to prioritize to make sure that these things all get done? Or to what, make sure these two things are done? So by doing that, especially if it's with our, our, our managers or our leaders, they then get instant view. You haven't said no. You said, absolutely, I'm more than happy to do that. These things over here though, could be significantly more uh, a higher priority or more detrimental to the business if they're not completed. Because I'm pretty sure if your manager or leader came to you and said, you do this, you said, yes, you got it done. And this thing over here that didn't get done meant there was huge ramifications. And when they say, why didn't you do that? And you say, well, Bob gave me that to do. Bob's not gonna be very happy when he only gets that information third hand all of a sudden the business is having a serious issue. Everyone with me on this, yes or no? Good, so we just say no, absolutely. I'm more than happy to do that. I would, you know, absolutely, hands down, amazing, get that done. Right now, I've got this, this, and this, and this. What's the priority? When do you need this by? Is it possible that we can move, no, I can make sure I can get these done if that is the priority, and I can work on this tomorrow? Or, no, is there someone else in the team that can do that? We start to delegate instantly, or we start to guide that person who's come to us in a direction where they still get the support. So in doing so, you still appear supportive because you are being supportive. Whereas if you turn around and say, no, not doing that, no, hand in face, I'm out, you're instantly cutting off the relationship. But I know when you see in the links for these posts and, and for registration here, you know, it, you know, one of the descriptors in there is about me being a martial artist. When the person comes in, all I'm doing is guiding them and then redirecting them away. And it's no different when I'm, when I'm actually training or teaching martial arts. It's as the person comes in, I just guide them away and then redirect them to come back out again. And we're doing this with kind of um, coaching Kung Fu. We're using kind of you know, the, the right language to redirect and shape the conversation so that A, we get where, what we need and we help that person get where they need to be. In martial arts, it's normally on the floor holding their nose. In this situation, it means they go to a person that can get that work done, which isn't gonna damage or detriment the work that you're doing in the sense of success that you're gonna be feeling at the end of the day. Everyone good with this as kind of an idea to work with? Yes or no, useful? Good, good, good. Very nice, so look. We've gone through that part of that capturing and looking at the frequency of the time that you're spending in your, in your capture points and in, the, in here. You've got to pull yourself out a little bit. Analyze, look at your capture points. Is it working, yes or no? If it's not, get rid of it, merge it with another one. Look at your top three capture points with the frequency and the volume and the challenges. And then look at the amount of time you're spending them. Is that stopping you from getting work done? Are you losing things on the way? For me personally, one of my other capture points was in my notebook in meetings, making sure that I had five minutes at the end of the meeting, which is why we can't do back-to-back -back meetings, doesn't work in time management. Making sure that I've got five minutes between meetings to go through my notes, double check my actions, get them to the back of the book where they need to be, so that I can make sure that I'm ticking them off. Or they're on that to-do list with a priority and with a timescale on them. And, or doing that at the end of the day, whatever works. The link for the white paper is there. These tables are all gonna be on there. So as we work through each of these hurdles from now until the end, you're gonna see all these tables as we're coming up in this. 
What's been useful from today's session? I'm just looking at the time over there, we've got a few minutes to play with. What's been useful from today's session? Let me know. While you're doing that, back to back, yeah, it's a nightmare for me, it needs to change. Absolutely. If I say yes to the new capture, what am I saying no to? Good. Processes, yes. And agree, by the way, Jane, with what you were saying earlier, um, I think it was talking about the color coding and the spreadsheets. It works. I use it in my Outlook. I've got color codes for different sessions, different meetings, different conversations. I just stick to four colors, though. No more, no less. Any more than that, it just starts to look like a painting by numbers. Uh, bombs gone off. Are my capture points working? Yes or no? Good. Reviewing trigger points. Add, remove, top. Nice. Good. Emptying discipline is essential. Absolutely. Realisation that I can say no, be better at capturing. Yes, the art of saying no without saying no. I could probably write a book about this. Um, it would be very useful. Um, positive first response, absolutely. What four do you use out of interest? I mean, I just use the same ones in Outlook. I mean, I've seen people that have their, these beautiful colour schemes in their Outlook. You can spend an hour and a half setting these up, but it doesn't matter. Um, you know, primarily, I've got orange and green at the moment, but then you might be purple and there's blue in there as well. That's it. Green is personal stuff, orange is always company, uh, purple is with my daughter, but not an activity, um, and then blue is with my daughter and something I'm taking part in. So for example, um, dance class is purple, so that I have to be there. I'm not necessarily dancing. Sometimes I do, but not always, which means I can get some of my work done while I'm waiting for it. Whereas blue is I'm with her and actually taking part. So badminton is a good example of that. I never played badminton before, but it, it's quite enjoyable actually, strangely enough. But it means I'll be with her taking part in that session. So I just keep it as, as you know, as, as easy as possible. Um, I think it worked, tell a lie, blue actually, is, without looking at it, is appointments. So it's say a wife, my wife's appointment, so I need to be aware that she's not gonna be there, so I have to be. I think the other one with the badminton might be green, so it means I'm involved. But four colours, you don't need any more than this, otherwise it gets really, really complicated. Hope this has been useful. We've got loads of stuff coming in where people are taking stuff from this. I'm super happy, you know, this stuff's going to help. One thing I forgot to say at the beginning, look, if you have not registered for tomorrow's session, the link is going to be in the chat box. Now is the time to get that. I'm going to do the calls to action right now. Tomorrow's lunch is there. If you know someone else that would benefit from these, from hearing some of these ideas that would support their time management, I think it was Victoria asked how to coach someone else, get them in as well. Invite them here. Get them here so they can hear some of this. It's going to help develop some of their thinking. And the other call to action is if you have not picked up your coaching cards yet, they are available on our website. Yeah, go on there. They're five pounds. So whether it's time management, whether it's category management, whether it's leadership, um, whatever. And mental health conversations, something I'm very proud of. Off to back to back, yes, and I know Victor, it takes a couple of weeks to kind of weed that out. But you know, back to back meetings, if you give yourself five minutes to play with between sessions, you'll still get done in 55 minutes what you would have done in 60 minutes. Go to the shop, get your coaching cards. We will see you tomorrow. Everyone, look, thank you very much. I really appreciate your time today. It's been wonderful to see you here, and I look forward to seeing you here tomorrow at one o'clock for the next Sticky Learning Lunch episode.